Hey everybody. So there was a goal in mind when I was recording this episode with Greg, but we both just kind of went off the rails a little bit and just started having a grand old time. Uh, like usual, we talk horror films and, you know, we just touch on a few other things, but I don't know. It's pretty entertaining, but uh, we start joking around a lot. So this isn't that formal of an interview, but we still had a great fucking time. So anyway, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the basement. Greg Moko. How we doing? Welcome to the basement, buddy. Oh, man. It smells down here. It fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Just old ass fucking furniture. <laughs> that was probably one of the best intros ever. Oh, um, man. But I forgot to say this before we get started. I'm going to leave this part in the show. If you hear any, uh, like, I mean, it's almost dark here, but if you hear any, like, people mowing their lawn or doing some tree work, uh, let me know, because I got some neighbors, and I'm not happy right now. That's a good point. I should shut my window so you don't hear the cars driving by on Cottage Street. <laughs> well, I'm in, the, I'm in the front of my house, and unfortunately, I'm in the suburbs, not in, like, some sublet, like, apartment complex that houses struggling artists so i can't just lean out the window and be like i'm trying to record a fucking podcast sir so nobody's really going to take that lightly um anyway dive bar (laughs) (laughs) anyway dude thank you for coming on i kind of had a niche topic that i was looking to explore for the month of october since we're talking a lot of horror movies i know you're a horror movie buff and um i don't know i've always kind of noticed uh i know you've been in a few bands i don't know just tell me tell me who you are tell the audience who you are tell me what you do yada 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 um my name is greg malco no uh been playing in bands all my life been making death metal since i was like 14 um been watching horror movies since i was probably like four. Ooh. I remember the first time I saw Halloween, my mom made sure that I watched the see anything you like part. Oh, dude, BJ <laughs> Souls part. <laughs> I was six, dude. And my mom was like, Greg, watch this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, my, I, dude, I said this. I know you and me both know uh, John Gulo. Indeed. And um, when he was on the show, I, I don't know if I touched on this completely, but. I, I saw the Terminator when I was like four and yeah, like I sat through like the Linda, the Linda Hamilton, uh, like sex scene. And I mean, I didn't really know what was going on completely, but you knew uh, something was happening. Yeah. I didn't know babies were being made, but like, I knew they really liked each other. So. Oh, that's how friends hang out. Oh, okay. I, I'm good. Never mind. I'm going to take that. Too far. Like, like, Yo, we could get off the rails real quick if we keep going with Terminator 2. <laughs> I remember, no, because I remember with Terminator, I got in trouble 
in preschool and like my mom brought me home, got in my face and yelled at me. And my like rebellious act was like, can I go watch the Terminator? Hmm. Go watch the Terminator. (laughs) You know what, mom? I don't really give a care what you think. I'm going to watch Terminator. Yeah. They do sex. (laughs) They have sex. (laughs) Arnold fucking kills cops. (laughs) It's sick. (laughs) It's the American dream. (laughs) And he's naked. And if you look close enough, you can see his dick. Yeah, and then you just, hey, mom, don't make me back it up with T2 because we're going to have issues if I do. (laughs) Okay. T3 wasn't out yet. We are going (laughs) off the rails here. I kind of knew this was going to happen. Not really. We're not going (laughs) off the rails. We're having a good time. Um, Yeah, man, you've been been in a few metal bands. You've actually like, okay, one of the best things you've ever done, and I I don't know if I can mention this or not, and if I can't, I'll cut it out. Mention but, um, whatever you want. The Rapture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I I still get many people coming up to me being like, yo, that was the sickest rap video I've ever seen by a local group. And you guys aren't even a group. I was like, yeah, I was filmed on an iPhone 4, recorded it in one day. All of it, the song, the video, <laughs> chopped it like at the end of the night just totally thrown together i still quote it i'm not gonna lie like i will be (laughs) fucking just like i'll just be feeling good about myself and i'll be like easy in the gut something and then i'll be like and then i bust a nut (laughs) oh man yeah there's one uh local dude i don't know if you know him steve leblanc anytime he comes anytime i see him at the bar or anything he's just like easy on the cut motherfucker (laughs) every time no, that is like one of the fucking coolest things. It's so, I don't know. Like, I'm going to leave a link to it if you don't mind in the show notes. I don't know. Go so, for it. So basically what it is, it, I, dude, it's Greg rapping for it. And it's, he's doing drugs. I don't know if he's actually doing drugs in the video, but. Um, you think I can afford that amount of drugs that's in the video? <laughs> it was powdered sugar, brother. Okay. <laughs> no, it, fun fact. It was powdered sugar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah, no, that no. Oh my god, it was fucking. I love that song. I to I will hit you up the next like if I get like a movie going again with like a budget and everything. I swear to you, I'm gonna fucking hit you up and I'll find a way to get you paid or something. And I will fucking. I want that in something I make because it's just people are gonna hear that and be like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> the general consensus has been exactly what you just said i love it were those real drugs <laughs> that's like the top two comments <laughs> okay um yeah man so like i know you've been you've been in uh metal bands you uh, did a hip-hop video did a <laughs> and i don't know you've always had that. every time i've talked to you you've had so much insight on like film and stuff and and like when I think when you just reached out to me about just some shit you were working on, I was like, dude, Greg, I, I feel like this happens a lot with the show. Like people reach out to me and I go, you come on the show. And so I asked you and here we are. And one thing that we're going to get into a little bit later, but I just kind of want to build up to it is I always wanted to explore the parallel between kind of the heavy metal scene, which, you know, you've been around, you've been in bands and horror movies and 
um, I just kind of want to start with you. Like, what's your kind of touched on it with seeing Halloween at six years old, but like what, I don't know. What's what got you into horror movies? That's a tough question to answer. I guess it would be my older brother. It's probably the simplest answer. I mean, having an older brother, he got to see the cooler movies, quote unquote. Yeah, me too. And then he would, you know, ask my parents to rent him the movies and then we'd sneak them up to our room and throw them in the VCR, like old random movies, like species and like critters. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you remember species? I, all right. So I've never seen species in full, but I remember, isn't there a scene where she's like, she's like making out with a dude in a pool or something. And like, something shoots through the back of the guy's head maybe i can't oh, confirm or deny but like i remember like her pregnant belly just giving birth to aliens just like wide open in a barn or something <laughs> it was brutal dude <laughs> but then like children of the corn like that was one of my brother's favorite movies obviously all the nightmare movies mm-hmm. friday the 13th Every Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Candyman's, Leprechaun, like, just all the good shit. Scream. He, um, he, tur- he turned me on to it, and I just kept following it. Yeah, because my thing was, is it wasn't horror movies for me, but, and I, maybe you'll be into this a little bit, but, like, my brother, I had an older brother, too, and he watched, like, a ton of Van Damme and like <laughs> see that's golf. what my that's what my dad was for <laughs> <laughs> like blood blood sport and like hard to kill double feature <laughs> blood sport and if you think about it blood sport and kickboxer are the same movie uh he's, he's a guy with like a french accent who's supposed to be american who goes to asia and wins a tournament against like an unbeatable villain. Um, no, but yeah, I had an older brother and it was Van Damme and it was Seagal. And it's kind of funny how Seagal's career went. I like to joke about it because the other night I actually was scrolling around. And I saw that like he made a movie with like Rob Van Damme, the wrestler. He probably thought it was the wrong Van Damme. <laughs> well, they market it on like the poster. It's like Seagal, Van Damme. And I'm pretty sure they fucking hate each other. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, dude. No, there's a there's a there's a video from um I think it's like the Arsenio <laughs> Hall in like the early 90s, and like Seagal's being asked about like Schwarzenegger and Stallone, and he's nice about it. And then they get to Van Damme, and he's kind of like uh, my agent told me to be nice, and so I guess also, they don't like I'm a show. cop. <laughs> I'm a cop. <laughs> I've been doing action movies for 30 years. In the meantime, I've been the sheriff. Like, you... What, dude? <laughs> Have you ever seen um uh, fucking? I don't know. There's um there's a funny uh Rob Schneider bit on Howard Stern when he talks about. Like he's talking about these other people that have met Seagal. And I guess like some screenwriters in the trailer waiting for Steve to talk to Steven Seagal to pitch him a movie. And Seagal finally comes out and he's like, I just read the greatest script that anybody's ever written. And the writer just goes like, oh, wow, Steven, who, who wrote it? And he just goes, I did. 
<laughs> Yo, talk about being confident. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just, another just pleasuring himself through his own scripts at night and shit. Lost yeah, so anyway, Steven Seagal is my favorite horror movie actor. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we should uh, we should probably stop talking about Seagal. I'm going to cut part of that out. Uh, anyway, so let's go back to... <laughs> let's go back to... <laughs> so... let, me, let me compose myself. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. All right. So, you, so out of like what you saw... Like when you were younger, um, what were just like some standout like things you saw in horror films that just like really kind of made you a fan? Uh, is there like an age range I'm aiming for here? No, dude, go for it. I don't care if you saw. I mean, ha- Halloween was like number one. It's still my f- it's my favorite movie of all time. Like that and Empire Strikes Back neck and neck. But and Anchorman. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke no like that that movie just like the long camera angles and just the creepy like keys in the background just mm-hmm. this plotting sense of doom like they had those tracking camera shots that lasted forever like, yeah that was like the 19- didn't cut- go ahead sorry no no no. go ahead no that was like the i think they used the the camera's called the panaglide which is I mean, you see it a million times now, but in the 1970s, that was super new. I think only like with the Rocky film, uh, Rocky films did it at the time. And But yeah, that really originated with the POV of the killer shot that we'd see in like any movie in the 80s, basically. Yeah, in the beginning when you see him like put on the clown mask and then like kill his sister. But mm-hmm. that's like a, that shot is a few minutes long. And it's just a single shot. And it was just, I don't know, it was fascinating to me. Do you, all right, I'm like mansplaining on this show right now. <laughs> but Do you think I'm stupid or something? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some, um, no, because like, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like on a previous episode, I pretty much said it was like me and a friend did five films that made us want to be filmmakers. And Halloween was like my top one. I'm not saying it's like my favorite movie of all time, but, and I'm going to say this in a, I don't know, previous or later episode, but there's a, I just learned like a lot of knowledge about how to structure a film from it. Like in that scene, actually, supposedly, and this is just from bonus features, that opening uh, long shot on the glide, there's actually like two cuts in there. Cause oh, they, they, ca- they did cause it they, that good. Yeah. Cause they cut. Cause once they would get down to outside, like the camera operator got outside um they ran out of film or something so they had to like kind of cut it together in editing so i think it's when um fuck i think it's when the mask goes on is there's a cut there and i think there's, there's another part where i think it's after he kills the girl and the camera moves against like like a just darkness i think there's a cut there also but yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Like, it's just, um, no, it's like one, it's a real piece of cinema mixed in with like a fun popcorn movie. I don't know what you think about the sequels. Uh, um, I liked the initial sequel, like Halloween 2. I do like that one in the hospital because there's some great kills in that one. 
yeah, there's some fun shit in that one. It's, and then, like, uh, the kid biting into the apple and he gets the razor stuck in his tongue. I fucking didn't know that till like, two years ago. <laughs> you never like, noticed that scene? I, ne- I think, dude, I think I put that up on Facebook and I think you left a comment or something. But I thought he had an ice cube in his mouth. Like, I thought maybe he bit his lip or some shit. Like, like it's had- a Christmas story and he got his tongue <laughs> stuck to a pole. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie like has or the, the that scene i mean i don't know if you want to correct me if i'm wrong but like that scene like had what is it really i didn't think it was serving the the plot of the movie at all oh like, no it's it's just like a very like passing thing like they're showing the exterior of the hospital yeah. and the mother has like the or no the kid's holding the towel and he like sticks his tongue out there's a razor sticking out of it and that, like, perpetuated the fear of, like, checking your kid's candy in yeah. America. <laughs> that era. Such a um, quick little scene. No, it was because I, I looked at it, and I think after someone told me, or I just saw some, I don't even know. But there was, like, a fucking, I looked at it again. I paused, and I always thought it was, like, this, like the out the silhouette of, like, the ice cube. And I was like, holy shit, that actually is a razor blade. Um. I don't know, man. Do you also know Dana Carvey's in that movie? What? <laughs> Yo, this is news to me. Please, please okay. elaborate. So when it's in the very beginning, he has no lines. You like literally Google Dana Carvey in Halloween too. <laughs> I feel so stupid. <laughs> what is he doing it? So Tell me he's one of the trick-or-treaters. No, he's, he's not that young still. This is like maybe, this has got to be like five years before he joined SNL or something. But in the beginning when they the cops all show up back at the house where everybody got killed in the first one, and there's some like blonde reporter like talking to some kid, like get the statement, get the parent's statement. She's talking to Dana Carvey. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. <laughs> like none. That is sick. Yo, thanks for having me on. We're going to end the podcast at that. Um. <laughs> All right, man. See you later. No. <laughs> no. no, you at least got 10 to 15 more minutes, bro. Um, so <laughs> what else, dude? What else? I don't know. What else? What else? Oh, so watched? like talk to on. me about video store days. Like I know you're you had. To oh, do- dude. Friday nights were the jam. Yeah. Like me and Fiato, the one I did the rap video with. The rapture. Like every Friday and Saturday, you know, get brought down there by our parents. And we would spend like an hour and a half just in the horror section. Mm-hmm. And like we would just try and find some of the dumbest movies ever. Just judge them straight on the cover. Don't even read the back. That's how you do it, man. And we were in there forever. Like we saw like the faces of death videos and like. His mom had to call my mom to make sure it was cool that we both watched it because we were having a sleepover. <laughs> we were, we're talking like 12 years old here. <laughs> no, I've been there. But like there was movies like Rocktober Blood always caught my eye. Was this a blockbuster in North and our home? Well, we're, we're kind of from the same area, but. Um, video studio movie gallery. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if they had switched over to movie gallery yet. Um, I I was in there a few times, but yeah, it was either there or West Coast next to Big Y. 
West Coast. Fucking <laughs> East Hampton Mass. Yo, that's the West Coast of East Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like California in there. <laughs> but no, we would always just like see all these movies and you could only rent so many because we had what five dollars of allowance every week so like we really had to pick and choose what movies we were gonna get and rocktober blood was one where like we never rented it we always just made jokes about it it's like so cheesy i don't know this one explain it to me like i really don't it's i'm gonna look it up right now the cover of it is like I, this dude wearing this cheesy ass skull mask, but it's like all dark and red, like fog machines going off and shit. And it's like this band that plays a concert on Halloween night and people keep getting murdered. And oh. we had never seen it. Then once all these stores started closing down, we went and tried to hit the clearances to like grab horror movies that, you know, were hard to come by, but still existed on VHS. And yeah. that one got taken from me. And then I found it at a horror convention. And it's entertaining as hell. It's stupid as hell. But just the fact that it's centered around a band. Like, I always thought that was kind of cool. It's it's not a good movie. I'm, like, looking it's, it's at a... the, <laughs> I'm looking at the VHS right now. And this is one of the best VHS covers I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Does it show the back of it? <laughs> no, it's just the front. But oh, hold on. This is that's the one thing I love about I'll keep talking while you're digging up whatever you're digging up. But that is one thing I, I love about the oh, you got it. The description. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. dude. It's the most dangerous concert ever. It's the Rocktober Blood Tour, a killer show with everything you wouldn't expect to see. Screaming fans, bright lights, guitars and murder. <laughs> that's one thing i love about these like that era of the video store stuff where you just get you'd walk through the horror aisle and you would just see just this absolute amazing looking cover but with a schlocky shitty plot and movie and i fucking for some reason live for that the older i get and it, it like I've never seen Rocktober Blood. I guarantee you somebody ripped it and put it on YouTube. So I'm going to try and like catch that thing. And, but there's just like, there's so much stuff that like the, have you ever seen a cover of a horror movie, like in the VHS aisle or whatever DVD, whatever year we're talking about. And the cover scares the shit out of you, but the movie is fucking awful. Hmm. That's a good fucking question. Because mine, I remember, I'll, I'll just mention mine while you're thinking. Yeah, no, go for it. So there was this movie called Fear. It very, not the one with Mark Wahlberg, you know, killing people to be in love with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> also terrifying. Which I believe is streaming on <laughs> HBO Max. <laughs> Quick sponsorship plug. Yeah. We are not sponsored actually by them. So uh, I don't know. But it's really good streaming service. Um, <laughs> oh. Anywho, no, it's like about this like fucking wooden like statue that comes to life or something. And it had this creepy cover of like a close up on the wooden statue's face. And like you could tell the eyes were alive. 
And I used to see it all the time in the video store when I'd dare myself to go down the horror aisle and I would. And this is when I was like five or six, but not when I was like 19, but, um, <laughs> but scary, scary wooden doll on the cover. Yeah. But like, I would, I finally got to see it like maybe five years ago. I don't know. I think someone did a rip of it and put it on YouTube and it's the dumbest fucking movie ever. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I loved it and I enjoyed it, but it, like this wooden killer fucking giant mannequin is not scary at all compared to the cover. And like other things I remember seeing when I was younger, um, you ever seen ticks? No. So Tix has got a young Seth Green in it. And I think it's got, um, what's his name from Fresh Prince? Not Will Smith. <laughs> oh, uh, Carlton? Carlton, yeah. It's got Carlton in there. And it's got also Ron Howard's brother. Of course it does. Of course it does. Like any- He was in so many shitty horror movies back in the day, like yeah. The Ice Cream Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> No, and it's pretty much it is just what it is. Like I think it's Ron Howard's brother is like some hillbilly, who, uh, I don't know. I guess he has like a meth lab or I don't fucking know what it is. But like, of course, Ron Howard's brother has a meth lab. These this like <laughs> these drugs like somehow or just this green ooze like gets into these ticks. I'm probably fucking up the synopsis of this, but either way, you get these ticks on steroids crawling around and i remember seeing this like on the sci-fi channel on like a saturday at like two o'clock when i was like like seven years old and i thought it was the scariest movie ever made and i caught it streaming on tubi like last year and it's again like the dumbest fucking movie ever (laughs) all right i know i know what my pick is all right go for it, it. it it's an obvious choice i feel like everybody's gonna know this movie the leprechaun oh that's the imagery of the leprechaun scared the shit out of me growing up. I Even leprechaun nightmares. Hood, man. Yo, that was the scariest one. If it had good music, though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was so creepy. And then you watch the movie, and it's like, this is just a little dude riding around in a power wheel yeah. yelling stupid rhymes at people. <laughs> it was awesome, but yeah. shitty. Jennifer Aniston really uh, shined. Doesn't she always? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Ross. <laughs> Fuck you, Ross. You, Ross you loser. <laughs> you goonie. <laughs> There's the argument out there that Ross was like kind of a what's the word i don't know not misogynist but (laughs) he i don't know (laughs) what just shitty (laughs) well yeah dude he kind of just like made her fall in love with him and i don't know why the fuck would you love ross anyway uh, (laughs) all right i want to get to the main event of the evening (laughs) let's do it ding ding all right um so like honestly dude why I really wanted to have you on is, you know, you got a background working in, um, you have a background working in heavy metal in a band. <laughs> That's not how you word that. I don't know. You got a background. You're, you've been a vocalist of a metal band. And I've always noticed like a parallel between 
like that demographic of people in in like this genre this horror genre uh why do you think that is basically i've always looked at like the heavier metals like death metal and stuff grindcore as almost horror movies in song form interesting like where an amazing horror movie has to have an amazing soundtrack so if you don't have the visual aspect of it but that's the stuff you're singing about or singing screaming about playing about like that's your main topic like murder and zombies and whatever um then you gotta have the imagery behind it too no dude that's no that's a solid answer i mean like i think of um (laughs) I mean, I don't know what your opinion is of this and, you know, go either way, but it's like, probably bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corey Taylor, a Slipknot, like he pops up in horror stuff all the time. Oh, I'm a huge Slipknot fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really seem like the guy who's into that scene, but I was some wannabe punk kid in sixth grade listening to fucking Slipknot. But I guess he just debuted his new mask. Oh yeah, dude. And it's the guy from Nightbreed. It's now that you mention it. I mean, I don't I don't know. I think his mask is sick though. No, no, no. I, I do too. That's what I was getting at. Oh. Did you see the did you see the meme where they compare compared it to a uh uh baseball because of the stitching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's that's from like that's a nightbreed. It's the base that character's played by David Cronenberg, actually. But um Well, Slipknot had um when they came out with their last album, they had kind of like a ghost member, if you will, like in mm-hmm. some of their imagery. Yeah. And I think that's what he was going for with that mask. But it, yeah, like Night Creep. Interesting. Interesting. So I, th- I think he like took on that face or what? I, you'd have to ask Corey Taylor. Let's get him on here. Hold on. Let me call him. Uh, dude, let me uh, if I go on IMDb Pro, look him up. I might get his uh, rep contact, but I don't know. Let me just check my Rolodex here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, damn, dude. Yo, yeah, like I always kind of, I don't know. And I hope these aren't harsh words, but like it, it's always kind of, you know, it's always kind of like the outcasts all together. You know what I mean? It's, I hope I didn't just diss heavy metal fans right there, but no, you did. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, you know, horror has a lot of like following that are kind of the outcasted people, the people that, I don't know, people that are just different than, you know, people who go to Abercrombie and Fitch and what I don't fucking know, but I've just, I've always seen a parallel between the two of them. And I know there's, yeah. I mean, like it all kind of, to me goes back to like, Friday the 13th part six, Alice Cooper, you know, does like the soundtrack for that and shit. Nightmare on Elm Street three. Who was it? Did the dream warriors docking? Yeah. 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 No, the Snyder made a horror movie back in the I day. Strange land. I think. Have you ever seen that once? I never, I don't, I don't remember much of it. I never got around to it. I heard mixed things, but I love D Snyder. So I've always wanted to check it out. No, he D Snyder's a fucking talented guy. That guy's the shit. Word. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> no, dude, that would no. It's all good. All right, pal. Thank you for coming on for Thank a little for bit. Me. And talking horror films and talking 
the rapture and talking <laughs> fucking Steven Seagal, even though I'll probably have to cut some of that part out. And probably. He's a cop, dude. Be careful. <laughs> he's a Russian cop, probably. <laughs> he's probably fucking <laughs> tapped into this conversation right now. <laughs> Putin Seagal. <laughs> Someone said Seagal looks like a villain in a Seagal movie now. He looks like the kid who or the dude who kidnapped the kid in kindergarten cop. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. Just fatter. <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, Greg, so um, do you want to maybe plug anything if you got anything coming down the pipeline? I don't know. Yada, yada, yada. No, I'll just say stay tuned. I'm working on... Yeah, sure. I'm working on some music. Working on some visual stuff. So I'll be posting about it when I'm ready to. And where can people on the internet stalk you? Just type Greg Moco into any search engine of your choosing and all my profiles will come up. I'm Greg Moco on everything. Instagram, Facebook, email, <laughs> fucking Mindsay. <laughs> what is Mindsay? Oh, that's a deep cut. That's like from before MySpace. <laughs> oh, I thought it like had something to do with like... <laughs> Like QAnon. Like, no, it was just like a blog for like grumpy teenagers. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> Damn, man. All right. Um, Greg, thank you for coming on. Tyler, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of giggles. Uh, like I said, uh, what giggles? That makes it sound like we're little boys or something. Um, you make me feel like one sometimes. <laughs> um all right <laughs> all right um and as for all of you listening out there be sure to follow the basement at tyler guys's basement pod on instagram and uh subscribe leave a comment and uh i don't know leave a review on the apple pods i suck at my outro still i'm never gonna fucking master this so you guys know what to do and we will see you next week on the basement